Hey everyone, this is Chris and Sandy Bent with the Chris and Sandy Show. We get up close to person some amazing guests throughout the entertainment industry. And today, like I said, every episode, we got a great one for you. Who do we have? We have Derek Lursh with us today. He is a country artist with the Wild Side, which is evident in his high energy live shows opening for artists such as Rodney Atkins and Jay Allen. His song Girl Dad, a tribute to his daughter, was released on October 13th. His forthcoming EP, 100 Proof, will be be released on november 19th and we're excited to have him on the show so yes. derek welcome 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 thank you guys so much for having me it's a pleasure to be here <clears throat> you know like we were saying before the show we're at a crazy time right now so oh, how yeah. has COVID affected what you do and what have you done to kind of get through this yeah so it, it's been it obviously has been a crazy time for everybody um mm -hmm. but especially those who work in the music industry um you know last year was really tough i think we started to kind of bounce back towards the end of the year we we played our first show i think band show we, we were kind of doing some acoustic things here and there some places yeah. we're still having live music um but we did our first band show we did a lot of them were outside uh last like december um but ever since then we've kind of been getting back into the swing of things. I know starting, you know, as the year went on, it, it started to get a little bit, you know, back to normal, which is great. Cause for us, it really was like a, we had the ball rolling. We had, we had many good things going, many good things going and then bam, they just, it just stopped. Yeah. Um, so it was tough. It was tough to kind of, you know, pick it back up. But during that time, I just, you know, luckily we had our baby girl. And so I got to spend a lot of time with her, which was great. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. um, and I spent a lot of time writing songs and that's kind mm -hmm. of how this whole project um, came to be about. So, And, you know, lucky for you, you're in Florida where we're in Georgia because Georgia and Florida, although they shut down, they didn't shut down long. No, 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 no. Yeah, no, we, we, we've got a pretty good governor down here. He, he's, uh, <laughs> he opened things back up pretty quickly and yeah. we were back to uh, normal. So it was good. I mean, it, it, it gave us the ability to go out and do what we wanted and what we were comfortable with. Yeah. Um, so yeah. we, we went out and did um the shows and uh yeah so i'm glad though that uh everything's kind of seeming to get back to normal a little bit um so it is, yeah. it is good it's good for us for sure yeah, that's like for us we launched a show january of 2020 you know a couple oh, months before COVID happened yes. and our original plan was maybe 100 interviews our first year we thought we'd be pushing it doing that but yeah. a great foundation and then yeah. COVID happens and as I'm watching everything get shut down, I'm like, this could be our silver lining because yeah. again, everybody has time now. Yep. And because of that, we've done over uh, probably <coughs> close to 470 interviews since. Oh my gosh. That is crazy. Well, congrats on that. That is incredible. Yeah. It was, it was such a different time. I mean, there was a lot of this, it was not, you know, the face to face interviews or, um, you know, that face-to-face -face interaction there was a lot of this and it's a lot easier for some people to get on here and just mm -hmm. you know, do an interview so that's awesome that worked out well for you guys i guess <clears throat> yeah so you know a lot of people would ask when did you know you wanted to do music and you can even tell us when you knew but i like to go deeper than that too when did it click that this could be a career for you yeah you know i always loved performing always loved you know be, kind of be in the center of attention, I guess you'd say. And from age three years old, I loved yeah. Aerosmith, loved Steven Tyler, loved the, loved all his stage moves. I, true story, I sang I Don't Want to Miss a Thing to Him in the Gap at age three. Wow. Um, knew every word, just sang it directly to him. Um, so pretty cool story. But, you know, always kind of wanted that. Then I grew up an athlete and I played baseball almost every day of my life. Um, and I got to high school and you know, I just kind of, 
got past that and I just I kept falling back into music so I finally started to learn the piano learned a little guitar um, and it was probably my senior year of high school I started to play some shows out you know and that I realized like okay I can do this you know and um, just kind of you know went took off from there I went to school for music business um, and just started to learn everything and um it just yeah really kind of i would say my senior year is where it kind of clicked that okay hey i could maybe do this um and uh which you know a good time i guess to figure out your life is your senior year at high school but um you know it just it's always a grind it's you know um you you don't know what the next day brings especially in the music industry um, so you just got to go out and you think your friends every- in high school think, you know, again, cause you know, when it comes to being a musician, there's, you, you usually have people that are 100% for it yeah. and 100% against it. There's usually no in between. You can tell by my face that you knew this answer was going to be really good. Yeah. I was, um, I had a lot of friends that said, what are you doing, dude? You're an athlete. You are not a musician. That's not, that's not your thing. Like good try though, you know? And, um, I had family. I love my family. I have a great family, but I had families to the same thing. Hey, we're, we're a family of athletes, not musicians here. Nobody does music in my family. Um, so it was definitely different. Um, and it wasn't easy, you know? I mean, like that's sometimes not the easiest thing to hear. You just want support. And I like, I always have a great support system. Um, but it's funny. A lot of people from high school now, like, I, I get now they root you on. Phone calls. Oh my gosh. They're like, dude, I just heard your name on the radio. Like, radio. Like, what is that real? Or I'm seeing you play, you know, this show and all that stuff. And I'm like, yeah, see, see, you weren't laughing. You were laughing back then. Now here we are, you know. So it's good. Most people are really supportive. You know what's funny is they, they have this old saying about critics. And of course, friends are a little different. They don't fit in this right. category. But, yeah. but there are people that will tell you, you can't do it. Right. Then when you start doing it, they'll tell you it won't last. Right. Then when it's lasting, they'll tell you you were lucky. And then right. as you become a legend, they they yeah. tell everybody, "Oh, I always knew he'd make it." I had, I knew him way back when. Yeah. No, I, knew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I knew from day one. Yeah. No, I I do. I have a lot of day one supporters that are you know still great. I mean, my dad's my biggest supporter, and um, you know, but like I said, get first getting into it, there was a lot of like. Hey man, you've played baseball your whole life. That's that's the you know why 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 are you going to play with it? And um, I'm glad it's I in did. Your blood, though. Exactly, it was, and there was no doubt about it. For me, from a young age, um, it was just kind of you know growing as an artist and a musician. Like I just when you're not you're not always given that talent right away, or you don't discover it right away. So you kind of have to nurture it and kind of get better. And there was a lot of hours spent not in this room but my old bedroom in high school where i was just singing and dancing and playing piano let's talk about that for a moment because again you know i like to always talk about this side of it because i think a lot of people gloss as you know a lot of people they see the glory of like a blake shelton of a miranda of a carrie but they don't see the grind the sacrifice the tears the struggles it takes not just to get to their level but even a career level within entertainment yeah I always want to talk about that. And since you were already going there, let's talk a little bit about what you have went through to get to here. Yeah. You know, it, it, there, it is a real grind, especially at this, you know, this stage where we're at um, me and my band and everything like that, you know, you're, you're, it's not glory yet. You know, I mean, we have great <laughs> yeah. shows, and but there's a lot of grind and a lot of work. I mean, we practice every week, um, you know, and, 
we if I, you went through our band chat, you'd be surprised at just how, you know, to make that show go off, how much work goes into it beforehand, and the, the setup, the teardown, the, you know, everything that it all takes. So definitely people don't see that side of it. Um, you know, but for me growing up, I mean, and, and all my musicians, all my band, I have a great band and so many hours are logged practicing. Um, you know, for me now, it's it's a lot of, okay, what do I want to do on stage? You know, what would be a good move? Watching, you know, the other thing that we all do, which is, I think, really helpful, almost like an athlete, we watch film. Uh, you know, people record the show. We go back and we watch and say, oh, that was cool. But, oh, we could do that better or yeah. something like that. So there's a lot of that um, and just a lot of hours of practicing. And for me, when I first started, that was it. I mean, I remember sitting down at the piano for the first time saying, I will never be able to sing and play at the same time. I don't know how anybody does this. <laughs> same way with guitar. And it was just, you know, kind of doing this. And and eventually it just grows. So anybody that's, you know, young and getting into music, um, I just always encourage them, like, just don't give up. You're going to you're gonna be terrible at first. You're going to think, okay, <laughs> this is not good. But it just, it gets better and it, it does. It takes a lot of work to even get to this point. And there's still so much work to be done. Um, so, you know, it's just kind of putting your head down and making that grind. You know, um, speaking of behind the scenes, I never realized a lot of behind the scenes. When, you know, we go to a large church, a mega church um, here yeah. in Savannah. Um, yep. And I'm part of the offering team. So we get um, some of the schedules for for each service and and so as we're looking at the schedules and you watch what goes on behind the scenes it's like every second is almost have to go for it yeah, all work got out it all planned and oh, you yeah. and you don't exactly. see that if you're just coming and attending church but when you start seeing right. behind the scenes it's a whole different ball game yeah and that's so true especially with those big events everything i mean each second is mapped out and you know, we're getting ready to go on tour here and go hit up, you know, Gatlinburg and Nashville yeah. and kind of do some stuff along the south. And it it's all planned. I mean, everything's <laughs> starting to get planned and, and being the leader of the group and everything. It's like, oh, my gosh. Like I was before we're on here, I'm I'm Googling hotels. I'm trying to pick, you know, the route, and which way we're going to go. Like, yes. Man, like so it, it definitely there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff. But, um, and then you got to oh, hope that road Lord. construction don't hold you up. Yeah, well, especially, hey, we got to go through Atlanta and that whole area. I wouldn't mind going over to Savannah, but Atlanta, I always know Atlanta's traffic, so you got to you gotta make the time oh, for that. Yeah. Um, Atlanta's pretty cool, cool going straight through <coughs> if it's not rush hour. Right. Yes, I've but, done that. It's funny, every time we've been to Nashville, we always end up timing um, Atlanta right around 12 o'clock, which seems okay. to be fine through the day, yeah. 12 o'clock. But where we get caught up is – is a little north of Atlanta. It's like yes. every time we turn around, yeah, somewhere between the Tennessee state almost line, to the Tennessee state line, we, that's where we get held up. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm marking this down in my head then because <laughs> I, I, when we're making that drive, the last thing I want is to deal with traffic, but I'm sure we'll hit some. But yeah, it's, just, there's just a lot of GPS lot of on because it'll try to get that's yeah, something we learn too is if all of a sudden something is a hold traffic. up, it'll reroute yeah. you around it. Uh, you there know, because so, sometimes we don't have it on because we know where we're going. Right. And then we're like, oh, we should have had it on. Yeah. Yeah. Technology. Right. It sometimes can help. <laughs> yes. Not all the time. But <laughs> now, speaking of 
the tough side. Let's flip the script and go the other way. Um, tell us yeah. a few moments where you're like, wow, I got to do that. And talk about some yeah. of the people you've shared the stage with. Yeah, so opening for Rodney Atkins, that was about as cool as it gets. I got to hang out yeah. with him that whole day. Oh, um, wow. Kind of oh, leading up yeah. to the show, which was really cool. I mean, what an incredible guy. And I know that's kind of cliche to say, but really great guy. I mean, he talked so much to me about, you know, things to do. I mean, we talked a lot about vocal warm-ups and, and how he sings and, um, you know, just learned a lot from him and then watching his preparation, you know, like mm-hmm. kind of, he didn't talk too much that day. You know, we, we talked a lot, but he was like, I, I try and not talk too much, you know? Um, so that was just one of those moments. And then you get on stage to a sold out crowd and wow. all you see is just a sea of people. And it was like, wow okay this is really cool um you know you could get used to that to, oh yeah yeah that was <laughs> i looked at my uh, guitar player and i said yeah I, I think we could do this you know like this is <laughs> this is really cool i mean whenever you have a crowd like that you know i i love performing performing what i really love to do i mean when i'm on stage that's when i'm comfortable and at home and um you know i, I really really want to get that audience engaged and um yeah. you know when you're able to have them right here and you know they're with you on every movement and every lyric and um you know song it's there's not a better feeling in the world and it's really cool to see even with my own songs um you know people react to those too you know you go yeah. to play an original and as an up-and-coming artist there's nothing more nerve-wracking than when you're going down the list and you say okay, here's this song. I hope this works. You're not sure how it's going to go. You don't. I mean, and and luckily, thankfully, with our originals, um, you know, we've gotten great feedback. And so to see that, to see people react, I mean, we just, as you mentioned, Girl Dad just came out a couple weeks ago and we were playing a a festival um, and I brought my daughter up on stage and, you know, I dedicated the song and I looked out and, and for a long time, that was our first weekend playing that show, but playing that song leading up to the release of it i i couldn't look out into the crowd because people get emotional at that song oh, yeah. and so yeah. this is the first time that i'm like all right i can i can look out you know you know i look out and there was like three people just you know tears and i'm oh, like God. oh gosh i had to look away i'm like i'm, I'm gonna cry i'm gonna lose it <laughs> I can't do that, you know like gotta yeah. get through the song so you know it's so cool i mean as a songwriter and as an artist, when you release a song and you hear somebody's own personal story to that song. I mean, and, and though I wrote that song for my daughter or I wrote my wedding song for my wife, to hear people's stories say, man, this song means- You wrote the song me. for everybody's daughters. Exactly. And, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's one of those things that when it morphs into that, it is just, there's not a better feeling. And when you see the reaction live, um, it's, it's a really cool feeling. So sorry, I kind of got off, but the Rodney Atkins thing is definitely the coolest, um, you know, experience we've probably had. Um, you know, we played a lot of big shows and it, like I said, whenever you get that big audience that is into it, it's like, you just sit up there and that's the glory. I mean, when that's when you walk off and you go, Oh, there's, this like, is not a better feeling. It's paying off. Yes. Yeah. And, and that is, and you need that. You need those moments because, you know, when you're with, your, your band and you're in the grind together and you, you have guys and you know your goal is this 
you know, it's, it's hard to keep a group of people. And that's what it takes. It takes an incredible team and group of people. And thankfully, I have that in my band and other people that have helped me out. Um, you know, but it it's tough to, you know, keep that focus and keep that drive and keep, you know, motivated and stuff like that. But when you have those shows where you really walk off and you just say, oh, that was that's it. That's why we do this. And that's why we're going to get to where we're going. And it's so few. And again, it's, you know, people don't realize it's such few times you get that, you know, yeah, it's like, it's like you work, 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 and then you get it. And work, 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 And people don't get, you know, it's not like a nine to five, you know, you know, you go to work at nine o'clock, you get off at five and you're good to go. You can spend it with your family. With what you do, it really is a 20, I mean, when you count social media and all that, it's become yep. a 24-7 career. Absolutely. I mean, especially with social media. I mean, it's such a key component. And Absolutely. it's sometimes easy to forget about it. Or or if you turn your focus this way, then you're, you're lacking over here. And, and that's, again, where the, you know, the whole team thing comes out. But as an independent artist where you don't have a record label, you know, I'm doing all the you know, video asset. I mean, everything, marketing, you know, creating the the album covers, all this stuff. And, you know, so there's just all these different things that you have to make sure that, okay, you know, Hey, I got to do this. I got to do that, you know, and it is it. And to get that satisfaction of, you know, okay, people are listening to this or people are enjoying this show and they're enjoying the fact that we did this. Um, it definitely makes it, you know, that, Ah, okay. And then, and then it's over really quickly and you got to go gear up for <laughs> the next all show over again. the next thing. Yes. Um, you know, and, and there is some excitement to that. It's, it's the constant chase. Um, but, and, you um, know, speaking of teams, let's talk about that. Cause, you know, a lot of people, they, you know, they see you, but they don't see the team behind you. And our right. opinion, teams never get the they love don't. they deserve. On our show, they do. So take yes. a few moments to tell us about your team that helps you be who you are. Yeah, so I, I do. I have a great, incredible band. Um, you know, I'm, I'm going to call them out here. Ethan Weaver, my guitar player, Ben Shinrock, Tony Dakel, my drummer, and Mark Servin uh, on bass. And Bryant Crawford also fills in on bass as well, so I want to give him a shout-out. But just incredible. And I would be nothing without those guys. It's really, um, I did the solo acoustic thing for a long time. And, you know, I always tell them, it's like, you know, yes, is it is it my name there? But know that without you guys and i always do try and do a good job at shows to call them out because you know all the work that they put in and all the hours that they put in i mean it, it is really incredible um and and it it's it's a great feeling for me that those guys believe in me that they're willing to do this and make these sacrifices um for for something that they believe in and that is me and you know what we're trying to do um as a team and, and and they don't get enough credit i wish they did and i and i try and do that as my you know as much as i can call them out and you know really appreciate them because i, I would be nothing without them and you know my wife i gotta call her out as well because there's no bigger supporter of me and um you know she's She's pushing me out the door. She's go on tour go do this <laughs> you know she supports everything i do and well, she has and a sacrifice her, with you Yes, yes, yes. So, I mean, and it's not easy. It is not easy to be um, on that side, especially with a young baby. Um, So I'm very blessed that, you know, she, she's very willing to, you know, help me and my, my parents are and family just overall are really supportive. Um, I do, I I call them, there's so many people on my team, you know, because there's so many people that 
you know, even if it's the smallest of things, you know, um, people I record with, um, you know, people that just give me advice, you know, that's the other thing with this whole thing. I don't have all the answers. So to really lean on friends and people that have, you know, been there and done that, yeah. Yeah. I can reach out to, um, you know, I all consider them part of the team because without them, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have all the answers. <clears throat> Love that. And, you know, speaking of teams, we have a third co-host. Yes, or we not do. Here. Oh, His oh, name is Christopher. And we always have him come on, ask I'll a few him. questions. So Sandy's going to go get him. Yeah. And we've, and we've got a two and a half year old daughter that when she gets older, oh. she'll be plugged into the show too. So of course your, you your song kind of touches us because of what yes. it is. Great. Oh, and, the, and that's so awesome. I mean, family is so important to me. I mean, I know it's important <laughs> to a lot of people, but I am a family, family person. Um, so it, it is so that's so awesome that they're a part of your show. And that's what I try and do whenever my daughter Brooklyn's able to come to a show. I always always bring her up. She's been to a couple so far and she loves she loves And it'll be attention. great when you can when you get big enough where you can tour and bring your family with you. Exactly. Yes. Trust me. That's I'm the ultimate looking, goal, I would imagine. Absolutely, yes. They're gonna have we got our own bus and everything. <laughs> yeah, that's the goal. Trust me. When my wife is counting down the days for hopefully that to happen because I'm not going to look for, I just told her today, you know, we're going away and doing all these shows. And I'm like, gosh, this is going to be hard. Cause I haven't, you know, we haven't, I haven't been away from Brooklyn for that long. So it'll wow. be, it'll be an adjustment, but um, it, it'll be all right. Hello. How are you, buddy? I'm doing great. Hi, Derek. So what's your favorite food? My favorite food. Mm, that's a good question. I think steak or pizza. Probably mm. pizza. I don't know. Oh, I like yours. pizza. What's your favorite food? Mine is pizza. All right, I think my answer is pizza then, and we're gonna have a pizza party sometime. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, what's your favorite TV show? My favorite TV show. Well, it's a big week. It's Yellowstone is probably my favorite uh, TV show, and the the big release is this Sunday. What's yours? What's yours? Mine is SpongeBob. SpongeBob. I love SpongeBob. I loved watching SpongeBob. I still do. I can't wait till Brooklyn's at that age where she can watch that. So I watch <laughs> yeah, what's been cool is because we bring on a lot of not just artists, but actors right. and actresses on our show, too. There's a lot of shows that he watches, Nickelodeon and Disney. We've been yep. able to bring a lot of people from that show on here. That's so cool. I bet you're loving that. Who yes, is your yeah. favorite person you've got to meet so far? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, He's got a cut. Uh, he really loved Ali Brooke. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. Good. That was one of his faves. Yes. That I, and I think the, the actress that plays Destiny on Bunk, he loved okay. that one. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yes. That is really cool. Mom and dad have got some cool stuff going for you then. Yeah. They're pretty cool. Yes. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. Okay. What's a favorite movie? My favorite movie. That's a good question. Um, there's a couple, but one that I think stands out to me or just popped in my mind is Remember the Titans. I love that wow, movie. That's a good love one. Football. It's a good overall movie. So Remember the Titans is a great one. And what's yours? What's yours? Mine is the Minions movie. Minions movies. Oh, I love that. I saw plenty of those costumes yeah. uh, the other day for Halloween. So that's, those are good movies as well. Yeah. Yeah, our little yeah. two and a half year old. She, if she sees a minion in a store, we have to go in there. I mean, she's like oh, obsessed over minions. That is awesome. That is really yeah. cool. Yeah, Brooklyn. Brooklyn's into the. She's kind of getting into the movie thing, but she can <laughs> still only watch like five minutes, and then it's like, ooh, something else. But that, that's how she is. She she don't watch much, but she yeah. loves. The, but the little minions are so branded. That, yep. Oh. <laughs> 
Yeah, we're gonna have to. I might have to go put that on for her then. And see what she does. <laughs> Bye, Nate. Yeah, buddy. We'll see you later, man. Thank you. Oh, I like your shirt. There you go. <laughs> yeah, shirt. I love it. Minion shirt. That's awesome. He's got a bunch of minion shirts. That's awesome. I love it. So if you could co-write with any artist dead or alive, who would it be? And you could probably pick one that's alive and one that's not. Okay. Um, that's man, that's a really, really good question. Um, I'd love to write with Steven Tyler. Um, oh, that'd be just, good. Just, just oh, yes, you know, he's, he's probably my number one and he is a great songwriter. Um, as far as somebody who's passed away, Ooh, that's another good question. Um, Johnny Cash you know, would be cool. Oh yeah, yeah Johnny Cash Johnny would be Cash. really cool. Um, Shoot, I mean, Elvis. Even, Elvis. Oh yeah. I'm. I'm. A, I'm. A, okay. I feel bad because I'm not even picking country artists right now. I'm going so like just legends that I like am thinking of like, and there's plenty of country legends too. But I, I would probably say John Lennon. John Lennon. Wow. Would be oh, cool. that'd be a real really good one. Just to kind of you know that's. You know, John Lennon wrote plenty of incredible songs. So writing with John Lennon and I guess Stephen Tyler just because of that, you know, emotional connection to Aerosmith. So See, like for us, yeah. it would be Johnny Cash because I went through 19 years of addictions until God oh, helped wow. me um, almost 14 years ago, been sober. Um, awesome. So when we see their story. Oh, yeah. The love story. The love story. Between, and yeah. And, and, and yeah. so to see that and to see that we almost mirror their story. Right. So yeah, that's yeah. so cool. We feel a connection I, there. I love that uh, the movie Walk the Line there. We, we watched that not too long ago. Yeah, and my wife, movie. you know, she doesn't, she, it's not a big historian or even music, yeah. you know, like music history. So she's watching, she's like, I didn't know this about Johnny Cash and I didn't know that. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, you know, like, yeah, there was, there was that slide too. So that's, that's really awesome. Yeah, what was pretty, pretty cool is we had their daughter in law. Anna Christina oh, wow. Cash on yes. last year. That, <laughs> that so was cool. like within the first two, three months of us launching. It was. Oh my know? gosh. So that was pretty cool that, you know, that is that, awesome. That she's married to John Carter Cash. Yeah. That's, that is really cool. And that's, you know, like you said, the personal connection to your story. That's, that's really cool. <clears throat> so um, this probably has a thousand answers, but think of the yeah. first thing that pops in your head, but what's a yeah. song you've heard that you wish you wrote? Wow, there's a lot. Um, and now you've got Aerosmith in my brain. So I <laughs> first answer is probably Dream On. Um, wow, that's a great one. Um, you know, just because that's probably my favorite song of all time as it was. But, uh, you know, I'll go Dream On. I'll keep it simple. First thing that popped into my head again, probably because Aerosmith was talking about them. But yeah, Dream On is probably one of those legendary songs that, you know, you, you sit back and you just you listen to the words of it. and um, you know, especially as somebody who's trying to really chase this crazy dream, um, that's one of those songs that just hits differently, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So exactly. I, would, I would have to say Dream On. Now, sure. earlier you made a comment that um, that there's a story behind this. So I want to dig deeper in that. You said yeah. about you singing t at three years old to Steven Tyler. Tell us that story yeah, there. So you said there's a story there. Yeah. So. Well, I grew up, uh, well, I was born in Citrus, Massachusetts, which is a little south of Boston. And um, pretty much all the members of Aerosmith lived uh, in the surrounding town, oh, wow. uh, oh, okay. Marshfield. So they all lived kind of about five, 10 minutes away from me. And I, again, I was very young. Uh, we moved down here to Florida when I was three. Um, but, you know, 
you saw him out a lot. My mom, you know, um, ended up becoming friends with their wives and stuff like that. And uh, wow. so we were in the Gap one day at the mall and in walks the big lipped Steven Tyler, you know, all dressed <laughs> cool and he's got his kids. And um, I, my mom said, oh, this Derek, my son, you know, he's a big, big Aerosmith fan. He said, oh, what's your favorite song? And I just broke into, I could stay awake, you know, just to and I just started singing it and took off. And he was like, he was a little stunned, you know, he, he jumped in a little bit and, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, he just, and, and he said to me, he goes, dream on, man, dream on. So, um, oh, so you know, cool. it was just a really, really cool, um, you know, kind of connection at a young wow. age. It was kind of one of those things that just happened. I wish I had a video camera. You wish phones were a much easier thing back then, but um, I just kind of have to go off for what my mom and dad who were there. That is all. I love that love story. That. Again, it's yeah. been in my mind ever since you said it. Like, you know what? Yeah. I, about that yes. story. <laughs> I always kind of tell it at shows. So normally, you know, I'll, I'll say, you know, he, he told me to dream on and I'll boom. Hit and the you did. And go and right into dream on. Yeah. And it, oh, it cool. is. It's true. So it, it's, it's a cool story. I love And that's the that. part that people don't get. You know, when it comes to being a musician, an entertainer, a creative, you know, whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah. Is when you've got that dream, if you take that dream away, you literally die on the inside. Yeah. And, you know, it, it's funny. We, we talked about this with, you know, COVID and everything like that was, it was really weird because, you know, it was a different part of my life, obviously with the baby coming in and just, yeah. but I wasn't able to perform and it, it definitely affected who I was. And I didn't really realize it until I got to go perform again. It was like, Oh my gosh, like I missed this so much and I didn't realize I relied, you know, rely on it, but like, you know, like it was yeah. such a, yeah. it, it just it brings out, uh, it brings out that side of you and, and your passion and you're, you know, you're just so happy to be up there on stage that it was just like, when I finally got up there again, I almost got emotional because it was like, wow, <laughs> this is so, this is what I love to do. And gosh, I've missed it so badly. You know, you just, you kind of just, Sometimes you take it for granted until it it's gone, and then yeah. you know you're like, wow, okay, I I really you know, and it's just a great reminder, just not give up because what you're giving up, you know, is just what you love to do, and you should never give up what you love to do. So and and you know that's like this past year we've been to Nashville four times, and and usually four or five days at a time, and every time we've yeah. been, we haven't been able to do the show. So you right. we, and we have to kind of stop the show one or two days before and one or two days after. Yes. So right. really, we're taking about seven, eight days off. And it's like, right. by the time we're getting back, I'm like going through withdrawals almost. Yeah, I know. It, and it is like when you become passionate about something and then you have something that you're that you're growing and building with. It's like it's all you want to focus on sometimes. And, you know, sometimes life gets in the way and you got to focus on other things. But it does when you get to come back to it. It's like, ah, OK, I'm, I'm ready now. You know, so it's it's great. Love that. Now, back in 2015, we got to interview Kelsey Ballerini before she was Kelsey. Yes. And yeah. one of the questions I asked her was where she want to be in five years. And I always like to tell this story before I ask yeah. the guest that same question, because the story that the answer she gave us to that question is almost at a T of how she's living today. Awesome. So she knew where she was going. So knowing yeah. that, where do you want to be in five years? You know, on that Kelsey Ballerini level, you know, uh, as far as, you know, kind of out there touring with, you know, headline touring, being with a band and, um, 
you know, radio and having a record deal and all that stuff, everything that she's kind of got going. And I mean, there's plenty of other artists that obviously we could list, but, um, you know, and I believe that um, if I asked that question to myself five years ago, um, I probably would have gave similar to this answer. Of course, you're going to say, you know, you want to be further than where you are, but you know, Hey, it's, it's a, it's a step each year and each day is a new step. You just got to keep moving forward and eventually you'll get there. Um, so, you know, yeah, I would say just kind of doing that. I mean, that's, that's my dream. That's my goal. And I'm not giving up um, until it happens. And I feel, you know, really happy with this record that's coming out in, no, you know, on November 19th. It's my first EP. It's the first time I've gotten to put out, a, you know, a pile of songs. I've kind of done the singles thing up until now. Um, so it's just kind of, I feel like this project was another giant step towards getting there um, and something that I needed to do. Um, and I'm just so happy with it. So I definitely think that's going to help further this yeah. Yeah. goal along. Love that. Love that. And tell us a little bit more about your EP and some of the songs on there. Yeah, so it's uh, titled 100 Proof. There's six songs on there. Um, I've released three of them so far as singles. Um, My Baby Summertime was the first. Over was the second. And Girl Dad was the uh, third. Um, so there's three three other songs on there that I'm just so excited about. Um, one's more than just a bar. Kind of, again, going off the COVID thing um, without mentioning COVID in the song. We, we I've watched all these bars, especially what we played a lot of and a lot of memories were made that they all had to close. I mean, and close oh, for it. good. Um, so kind of this song of more than just, it's more than just a bar came to be mm -hmm. about. So I, I'm happy about that one. You have the title track, 100 Proof. Um, that's a real rocker. I'm so excited to go play <laughs> that thing live. Um, it just, it came out so good when I had the idea and the song and we got together with the band. Um, it just, really came to life so i'm excited to play that one and then um the final song on there is actually a song i've released already which was miss me whiskey and we kind of redid the whole thing oh, wow. um, okay. and um because that was the first song i had ever released um you know and, and again going back to the whole growing thing as an artist it was the one song i just kept coming back to and i'm like oh, i love this <laughs> song but i you know and, and it's funny because I didn't tell many people that I was redoing the song and uh, I quickly realized how many people love that. And I was like, well, okay, I will keep that version out there for all you people that love it, but I need my own version. It's going on this album. So at the just, shows, you got to say, okay, new version. Yeah, the new version, not that version. Yeah. Get rid of that in your head, you. you know. Um, but it was definitely one of those kind of um, rewarding things. Not many people put out albums anymore or listen all the way through to albums. Um, so I was a little nervous um, to do it, but I'm I'm just so excited. I mean, we're having our uh, album release party November 20th, which is the following day that the record oh. comes out. And it's um, it's just, it's so cool. I mean, and so many people are, so supportive um and it just it does it means the world to me and i'm so excited for everybody to finally get to hear these songs because i've been playing it nonstop for months and i never listen to my music so i'm i've been jokingly saying like all right if i can listen to it this much hopefully there's something there i think we might have something so i'm excited awesome. for everybody to get to hear it yeah oh, congrats on that and Thank what you. are some sources of inspiration for you 
Well, I have a lot, uh, especially with my daughter now in my world. She's, you know, watching her grow this past year and learn new things and, you know, just watching her. It's just, there's no bigger inspiration for getting up in the morning, um, you know, and just kind of life experiences in general. That's kind of where I pull a lot of my song ideas from. Um, you know, I might hear somebody say something and think, man, that's a cool song title. And I write it down on my phone. <laughs> And, you know, then, then I roll with a song. So, you know, as far as inspirations, I kind of just pull from people in my life um, and stuff I hear, even something I might see on TV or something like that and think, hey, that might be a cool song. So um, that's probably my biggest, biggest inspiration. Awesome. And what would you like for your legacy to be as an artist? What would you like to be most known and remembered for? That's, that's a really tough question. Um, really good question, though. Um, you know, just somebody who who stayed true to who he was and always gave it his all, um, especially in a live show. Um, I always walk off drained um, because I give it my all. That you know, try try and do it every show. Um, so you know, somebody who gave it their all. That's that's my biggest thing, and and never gave up and. Um, you know, stayed true to himself. So that's, that's probably what I would like to be remembered for the most. Awesome. Great memory. Love that. Thanks. Right. And if you could say anything to your fans and followers, what would you want to tell them? Well, just thank you for the continued support. And <coughs> if, you know, if anybody out there has heard my music or, you know, anything like that, I'd greatly appreciate the follow Derek Lurch music on, you know, every social media that you can think of. Um, uh, you know, I, I would be, you know, as much as I'd be nothing without my team and um, band and everything like that, nothing also couldn't go much further without fans. And um, so again, right. there's nothing, nothing better than having somebody support you and support your dream um, because it's not easy. It's not an easy thing. It's um, not always super rewarding. Um, but when somebody says, Hey, I listened to your song, you know, I, I had an electrician over the other day and he said, Oh, you know, hey, I, I got you on Spotify, and like I did not know him. And it was just like that's that's really cool. And like it really meant the world to me. I came into my wife yeah. and like, hey, he's got me on Spotify. Like that's so cool. Um, you know, because you know, I just especially you know at the stage I'm at now, it's like anybody's support. You know, I, I've heard people from Europe say, oh, I've got your music and message me. And it's like, that is so cool. I mean, like, there's nothing cooler than that. So, you know, I just want to thank everybody, you know, that has already supported me and anybody that supports me in the future. There's really not a better feeling. Uh, and I can't put into words, you know, how much it means to me. Definitely love that. Um, so as we start to close out here, um, yeah. so you had a friend of yours and you heard him or her playing. They have something special and they really feel called led to the music industry yeah um, they can't get it out of their system what advice would you give that specific person to kind of help guide them in the first few years yeah you know I, and it's funny i have a, a couple local friends that way and there's a, a younger band that i've started to kind of you know just follow along their stuff on social media and i was talking to one of their dads the other day and you know, I, he was telling me about how they're practicing and doing all this stuff. And, and that's it. Like, I, I think the, the best advice you can give to somebody who's just kind of starting out is just don't give up. Practice, practice, practice. I mean, because it's just, it's, it, I mean, even at the point now, you know, it's like, 
when we practice, you know, which we do, but if we say we missed the practice, we come back and it's like, oh, you know, like you gotta just, you mm-hmm. gotta work at it. And it's, it, it's a grind and you, you know, there's going to be days where you sit back and you're like, oh, what am I doing this for? You know, like, is anybody listening to my music? Does anybody care? And at the end of the day, it's like, yeah, people do. And if this is what you love to do, you got to give it your all. You got to do it. So I would just tell somebody who's just starting out, like, just keep going. Just keep playing. It doesn't matter if you play to one person in the bar. I've been there. I've done that. Nobody's listening to me. One person in the bar, um, you know, and it, it just it doesn't matter. You got to you got to pay your dues. You got to mm-hmm. you got to work through that, because at the end of the day, you're going to look back. And all those times of struggle and all those practices, when it gets to that moment where you need to lean back on all that stuff, you're going to be really happy that you had those experiences. Because you'll be ready for that moment. You'll be ready. And um, that's that's definitely been the biggest piece of advice anybody's been able to give me. And It's like they always say, you know, preparedness and opportunity, when they meet, equals success. Yep. And I mean, and it goes back to even the Rodney Atkins thing. I wasn't supposed to open for him. I didn't find yeah. out until wow. a couple hours before the show. Oh, whoa. Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. And it was, okay, this is the biggest show. If you didn't you prepare know. beforehand. Yes. Exactly. All those hours and hours yeah. and hours. Exactly. And, you know, all those stage moves and practicing as a as a kid in high school in my bedroom pretending as if I was on stage performing to all those people. And then there you are. Yeah. If I hadn't done that, you know, and it's as silly as it sounds, you know, at the end of the day, you'll be laughing because you're there, you're actually doing it. So it's, um, it's just a matter of practice and, and just keep grinding and working and everything like that. So tell everybody how they can find you. Yeah. Yeah. So my website's Derek Lurch Music, D-E-R-E-K-L-E-R-S-C-H music.com. Same thing on social media. That will also lead you um, to anywhere you want to go. Um, YouTube, Apple Music, Spotify, Derek Lurch, wherever you can stream music. I have all my music. We have the music video for Girl Dad. Um, it was probably the most thing I'm proud of. It just came out really well. And I got to have that with my daughter. Um, so got a couple music videos out there. Um, and again, the whole album's coming out November 19th. So I'd greatly appreciate it if you guys followed along. Love that. And we really enjoyed having you on the we show did. today. And thank we look you guys. forward to having you back down the road. Yes. Thank you guys so much for having me. This was awesome. Um, it was so great to meet you and your son. Mm-hmm. Um, I think oh, it's so you. cool, um, what you guys are doing. So thank you so much for having me on. And I hope to be back on one day for sure. Oh, absolutely. Right. You have a Thanks. great day. Right. We'll see you guys. Thank you so much. Thanks. Thanks. Okay.